Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hello, folks, and welcome to a DTNS special. Uh, I've done this before with the 5G episode. Today, what we're going to do is take an editor's desk episode that I did back in April about Wi-Fi 6 uh, and give it to everybody. Uh, so you'll hear me talking about the 5G editor's desk. Uh, you'll hear me talking about editor's desk and being a patron. Uh, if you want these sort of things every week, they're not always single topic. Sometimes they're me talking about how I cover the show. Uh, then you need to become a patron at patreon.com slash DTNS at the $5 a month or up level. Uh, but I like to put these things back out after a while because these single topic versions of the editor's desk, I, I think, can be very helpful for folks. So without further ado, here is the editor's desk expert. Explanation of Wi-Fi 6. We're going to do an explainer on the editor's desk this week. Uh, something I like to do from time to time. The, the only one I've done so far is on 5G. So if you're a newer patron, uh, you might want to page back a few months uh, into the editor's desk archives and uh, look for that 5G episode that was back there it might not be in your rss feed if you're a new subscriber but if you look under the tag editor's desk at patreon you should be able to find it today we want to talk about wi-fi 6 might be a little shorter it's not really not that hard to explain but it is something that i think a lot of people are confused about because there's the change in the name you may be used to hearing the old 802.11n what happened to that uh, and there's a lot of promises about what it can do, but they're not related to speed. And I think when people think new Wi-Fi protocols, they think, well, obviously it'll be faster. And it is faster, yet it isn't faster, and we'll explain that. Uh, but I think this is not one of the, the thornier ones. 5G is kind of thorny because there's so many exceptions and variations. Wi-Fi 6 is pretty straightforward. Wi-Fi 6 is 802.11ax. That actually hasn't changed. The official IEEE name for it is 802.11ax. The previous Wi-Fi was 802.11ac. Most of you probably have AC uh, in your routers. But because that name isn't terribly friendly to put on a box to most people, and as Wi-Fi has become a mass product, I think wisely, they, they've decided to market the standard as Wi-Fi 6. So we always can compare it to the previous one. And retroactively, they renamed 802.11ac to Wi-Fi 5. So the Wi-Fi you most likely have is Wi-Fi 5. I don't think they went back and named N 
four <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, they they are just calling AC five and they're calling AX six, and that's why you hear about Wi Fi six. And if you're if you were confused about that, hopefully that that clears it up. It's it's just a a, a simpler name for it. And the idea is, as new 802.11 protocols roll out for Wi-Fi, uh, they will have new numbers, Wi-Fi 7, Wi-Fi 8, etc. Wi-Fi 6, which is what I'm going to call it for the rest of this episode for clarity, has a theoretical max of 9.6 gigabits per second. Now that's up from the 3.5 gigabits per second of Wi-Fi 5. As any of you who have a Wi-Fi router knows, you don't get 3.5 gigabits per second, not only because you don't have a 3.5 gigabit per second connection uh, to the internet, but but even if you were trying to just transfer things around on your internal network, you probably wouldn't hit that just because of conditions. Uh, the, the conditions of distance and lag and traffic on your own network are going to impact that. But The nice thing about having a higher theoretical maximum like 9.6 gigabits per second is you've got more bandwidth to slice up between the different devices connected to your network. So 3.5 gigabits per second can be split up amongst a bunch of different connections less than 9.6 gigabits per second, uh, especially devices that are talking to each other over the network. So there is a endemic advantage that every Wi-Fi update has had that, oh, we, we can handle a little more allotment per device, the more devices you have on your network. And we are all putting more devices on our networks. In fact, the average United States home has nine Wi-Fi devices on its network, the average. Uh, so you think about that. That's, you know, you with your laptop, uh, your spouse, maybe kids, a couple of phones. They all have phones. And then you got an Xbox, maybe a Roku. You can get to nine pretty quick. Especially if you add in some smart bulbs and a you know smart home hub and maybe some sensors here and there. I just checked my network currently at the moment with my wife not home has 27 devices on it. Um, it's you know you throw in some Amazon Echoes and Google Homes and and start doing a tech to show and you, and you ramp that up really fast. And if they're all trying to use the network at once, which thank goodness all 27 of mine aren't, but if they are all trying to use the internet at once then it's going to load your your local network. It's it's going to be able to it's going to reduce how much of that bandwidth can be allocated. So the 9.6 gigabits per second is great for that. But there are other upgrades to the Wi-Fi 6 protocol that make it even better at handling multiple devices. And in fact, in practice, most of the things I've read say that you put one device on a Wi-Fi 6 network even with a super fast connection, gigabit per second connection, you're not going to see that much of an increase in speed. Uh, it's it's not about delivering high speed directly to a device. But if you load up your Wi-Fi 6 network with 27 devices and compare that to your Wi-Fi 5 network, you will definitely see an increase, not just because of the increased capacity, but because it can send data to multiple devices in the same broadcast and... It lets devices schedule check-ins with the router, so they're not constantly having to be connected. And it can talk to more devices at once than your Wi-Fi 5 router. So we'll explain that in a second. It will require new hardware. Uh, this, this should be obvious to most of you, but uh, new devices will have to come with Wi-Fi 6 for you to take advantage of it. Most importantly, you'll need a new router. 
Uh, if you don't have a router, it doesn't matter if your devices have Wi-Fi 6, your router will only be delivering Wi-Fi 5. So the router is the most important thing to get first. Even Wi-Fi 5 devices will benefit from the routing upgrades we're going to talk about. Uh, if you get a Wi-Fi 6 router and have all Wi-Fi 5 devices, you will still get benefit. If you have a Wi-Fi 5 router and all Wi-Fi 6 devices, you, you won't. You just, you just won't. So the router is the important part. Uh, although the devices have some, some functions that, that can help take advantage of Wi-Fi 6 as well. And devices are already starting to come out with that stuff. Let's talk about some of these features that I mentioned just now. Uh, one is MooMimo. Fun to say, even more fun to use. Multi-user, multiple input, multiple output. Now, MooMimo is available on Wi-Fi 5 right now. It allows your router to handle four devices at once. So it doesn't have to go, I'm talking to your laptop. Okay, I'm stopped talking to your laptop. I'm talking to your iPhone. Okay, I'm stopped talking to your Now I'm talking to your Android phone. Okay, it'll be able to talk to four devices at once. So it can handle a laptop, a phone, an Xbox, and another thing all at once. Uh, that's why I'm able to have 27 devices on my network and, and not get bogged down because I generally don't have more than four probably talking to them at once. Uh, the upgrade to MooMimo in Wi-Fi 6 allows you uh, to handle eight at once. So... Now, if you've got a bunch of Internet of Things devices checking in and an Amazon Echo and you've got five people in your house all using devices, well, you, you, you may see a slowdown with Wi-Fi 5 right now, but you won't see that slowdown as fast anyway in Wi-Fi 6. Imagine it uh, like you've got four uh, postmen uh, or postal carriers, I should say, uh, out on, on delivery uh, to deliver all the mail. Uh, it's going to take a little longer for four to do it than eight. If you have eight postal carriers, well, they can deliver the mail into the neighborhood quite quite a bit faster. That's MooMimo. The other new feature in Wi-Fi 6 is OFDMA, Orthogonal Frequency Division Multiple Access. OFDMA lets you send to multiple devices in one transmission. So instead of saying, okay, I can handle eight devices at once, but then I'm done, OFDMA lets a transmission be sent to multiple devices. So this is basically like the postal carrier who's not just going to one house and then going back to the post office, like in our MooMimo example. Uh, this is a postal carrier that's going to carry a bunch of mail, as much mail as it can fit in its bag. It's got a bigger bag now in Wi-Fi 6. Uh, it can go and hand it out uh, to a multiple uh, situation. So one transmission can hit a bunch of devices, allowing more data to be sent. That's OFDMA, Orthogonal Frequency Division Multiple Access. So MooMimo gets you the ability to handle more devices at once, up to eight. And OFDMA lets you send out transmissions to multiple devices at once. There's also something called Target Wake Time. This lets devices, and this is when, when having a Wi-Fi 6 device comes in handy, this lets devices plan when to communicate with the router. That way, the antenna doesn't have to always be on. That's going to save you battery life. Now, it's not so useful for your laptop or your phone, uh, maybe. It might be useful for your phone. Definitely not useful for your laptop when, when you're connected because you want your laptop to be constantly talking to the router. You're browsing, you're streaming, etc. But it is great for sensors. If you've got a, a water sensor... The water sensor can say, you know what, I just need to check in with the router every so often. I don't have to constantly uh, be checking in. And you may say, well, wait a minute, what if the water comes? You want it to be able to check in. The, the check-ins are regular enough that it, it's going to catch that really quickly. We're, we're talking in internet time. We're not talking, you know, days and hours and minutes. We're, we're talking seconds. But even those seconds means 
you can reduce the battery life quite a bit. And sensors have long battery life anyway, usually. Uh, so that can make them last a lifetime. Also, another very important aspect is WPA3. Now, WPA3 uh, is available on Wi-Fi 5 right now, but it's not required. So if you have WPA3 available, you should turn it on. But not every router that's Wi-Fi 5 or 802.11aac uh, will have it available. So you may not be able to turn it on. Well, in Wi-Fi 6, if you want to call it a Wi-Fi 6 router, you have to offer WPA3. Uh, and that's just a good baseline thing to say. You know what? Let's have it on. It'd be great if it's on by default. Let's get everybody more secure. You you may have heard about the Dragon Blood vulnerability uh, to WPA3. What's great is that researchers found it and it's been patched. So don't worry like, oh, I thought WPA3 was insecure. Uh, it is not any more insecure than any other protocol out there. It just has researchers working on keeping it secure, which is a good thing. Now, let's get to the practical thing. I said the first thing you want is a Wi-Fi 6 router. So some of you uh, hopefully did not run out as soon as I said that and start buying a Wi-Fi 6 router because they're expensive. And if you don't have any Wi-Fi 6 devices, while I did say that your Wi-Fi 5 devices will benefit from a Wi-Fi 6 router, it's probably not worth the expense yet. Uh, There are slowly some mildly cheaper models coming out. Uh, The Nighthawk AX4 offers Wi-Fi 6 support. It has four gigabit Ethernet ports and up to three gigabits per second of data transmission. It's $199. It's pricey for for a router, but at least it's getting back down into the realm. It's not $500, etc. So if you really, 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 really want to be on the cutting edge, uh, $199, not too bad. Also, TP-Link has announced they'll have some more affordable Wi-Fi 6 routers out soon. I would say next year you'll be able to shop around and find a pretty good deal on a Wi-Fi 6 router. And by next year, you'll have more Wi-Fi 6 devices potentially to choose from to be using. There's a few laptops out that have been announced with Wi-Fi 6. As we get all the big announcements coming out, the rest of this year expect to see most devices supporting wi-fi 6 the galaxy s10 supports wi-fi 6 so i i would target 2020 for your personal wi-fi 6 transition if you want to be on top of it most people probably don't need to worry about it for a couple of years and then get a new router with wi-fi 6 once most of their devices once they've upgraded their phone upgraded their laptop etc uh, another note here, uh, Snapdragon 855 supports Wi-Fi 6. So if you see a device with uh, a phone, particularly with Snapdragon 855 from Qualcomm in it, that's probably a Wi-Fi 6 compatible phone. You should double check, but that's that's something to know as the devices roll out. Okay, I hope this helps you understand a little more about what Wi-Fi 6 is, how you can benefit it, and when you need to worry about it. Uh, and like I said, from time to time, uh, as we come across these topics that are a little thornier than we can treat just on a regular Daily Tech News show, uh, I want to dive into them. So by all means, uh, let me know in Discord which ones you'd like to, to hear about or, or on the, the comments to this Patreon post or even uh, just email me feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. Have a great day. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 